0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast by Trey, where we talk about this thing called life and how we can manage it better together. I'm your host, Trey. <laughs> And um thank you for being here and listening to my podcast. And I thank you for all the likes, shares, comments, um, kind words from everybody who who has been um listening to it and make sure you subscribe, make sure you have you say. Um uh, make sure you subscribe <laughs> so you can get the drop early. Um we're we'll definitely going anchor fm, apple podcast, and Spotify and any other streaming platforms that have podcasts so we appreciate your feedback and input if there's anything that you want to talk about please feel free to hit me up um and i'll see if i can get it in there and see what i can do with it um well i finally get a chance because this is a social work podcast and as a social worker i am bound by the code of ethics i don't have to do it but I mean, from a code of ethics standpoint, um, we are to engage in um, social justice issues or where we feel as though somebody may have not been treated fairly. Um, and so we are bound to act upon that and, and, and do what we can do as a social worker. But I was going to do it regardless if I was a social worker or not. And so wanted to talk about an issue and that has came up in my, my hometown of Caroline County, Virginia, and it's a small rural town close to King's Dominion for all my people who don't who are not aware of the county. Um, that is very rural, very unique um, and has its own set of social issues. I'm not speaking for the county. Or speaking for anybody in this in this podcast episode, I'm merely speaking as a former resident and a future resident. And. Speaking about a place that I, I used to call home and will call home soon. My preface is by saying that. I still go to church in Caroline, I still do a lot of community work and community events in Caroline, Even though I'm not a resident currently, I'm I'm in the process of moving. I'm looking. I would love to move back to Caroline. I have family in Caroline. I have coached basketball in Caroline. I've worked with the school systems in Caroline. I've done community events in Caroline. I look forward to bringing a business, bringing more businesses back to Caroline. I started my first business in Caroline. Um, I plan on bringing a lot of different things to Caroline. And I feel as though, due to my um, connection to Caroline, I can speak freely about these things. Less than two weeks ago, maybe, a comment went out on one of the Caroline County's Virginia residents groups. A comment was made from a Board of County Supervisor um, about uh, people with disabilities and people with melatonin even though he meant melanin the comment was in response to something else and i'm not sure how we how we even got to that component so i'm going to read the quote but i want to preface this also episode is going to be about this comment uh, my views and thoughts about caroline county um where i think we need to go what things i think we need to address and then also how I feel about this situation and how I feel about everything going forward. Um, so I hopped on the phone with my homeboy, Ace. AJ, if you listen to my older podcast, he's been a guest upon Backwoods Podcast. And in it, and you, you've pretty much seen him at most of my community events if you follow me as well. So that's my guy, Ace. He's, um, he's really big into these type of social issues as well. So we do a lot of stuff together. So I wanted to read to the the post from the Board of County Supervisor that was said, if you didn't get the full context of it. So he was responding to somebody on the post in this group, and it says, I'm sorry you feel that way. Teaching is hard and even harder now with helicopter parenting and absent parents. And even harder when the federal or state government says you can't expel a moves or move someone out of a classroom or school for, being, for doing horrible things in school because he may have some sort of disability or additional melatonin in his skin. But if you believe that we local politicians are lining our pockets with money or gifts, then you are very mistaken establishing budgetary balance in a county like Caroline takes work. We can put tons more money to schools, say $2 million extra, but $1.7 of that has to come from somewhere. Do we not buy fire trucks? Do we lay off EMS providers? Do we start charging the trash stations? Do we not provide money to businesses to incentivize them to come? Do we raise taxes to 7%, $0.07 per $100 needs to cover the $1.7 million? All of those decisions affect people, and it's hard to shift large sums of money around in a lean budget without cutting something. <clears throat> those are the comments from... board county supervisor in caroline county to some resident in caroline county um that was made this um put us in a big uproar on social media and in the community as a result of it and you know i commented on it i was very surprised by the comments but i really wasn't surprised by the comments stuff like this has happened in, in caroline underlying for years even before i was born you can talk to the, some of the older adults from Caroline and they'll tell you, um, you know, the treatment level in Caroline and, 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 and what has happened over the years. Most don't know. Um, Caroline was the first. Well, we wasn't we wasn't the first, but we had the Lovings family loving West Virginia um, in that documentary where we made um, interracial um, marriage. That was the first case that made interracial rate a marriage legal in Virginia, um, and mostly across the country. Um, that was one of the landmark cases that happened in Bowling Green, Virginia. And so we we have we, Caroline is nowhere not shy, or never has not seen race issues. Um, listening to this comment. I'm not. I'm. I'm slow to call this this the supervisor racist. Um, don't think it's racist in its sense, because and I think we throw out the term racist very loosely at times, because I feel like a racist is going to give you racism racism right in front of your face, extremely quickly. Some might differ with that opinion. I think this is more so along the lines of a discriminatory thought pattern. Um, coming from a place of um, lack of knowledge, lack of understanding of what's happening in our school systems, what's happening in our county and what's happening in our state of Virginia. I think this also comes from a place of um, privilege in the sense of, you know, it's not my front doorstep. So um, I don't see it as an issue. Now, what I what he talked about as far as melatonin, he meant melanin, which is the pigment of skin. You know, pigment of a uh, pigment of color that gives us, you know, um, color in our skin, of of, of, of to speak. Um, and with a county that's sixty um, percent white, loosely twenty thirty percent black, you automatically assume he's talking about black kids or black individuals. Individuals with disabilities could could span across intellectual disability, developmental disability mental health diagnosis he's PTSD well not PTSD um, as uh, autism um, anything you know uh, that can span across many spectrums and so I felt as though the comment was very insensitive. Um, I think it was discrimination at this is its highest level um, I feel as though it was not, Articulated in a well manner, especially on social media, where you can, you you you, as a politician, you can get in trouble for the stuff you say and how you say it. Now, there were other comments after the fact where he doubled down on it and meant what he said, and he didn't think it was going to be a situation where it was going to blow out of proportion. And I think that's where the miseducation comes from, and I think that's where the the ill-advised kind of privileged standpoint comes into play in regards to what was said. And so, you know, as the back and forth went on and on social media and newspapers got involved and X, Y, and Z that the the next board of County supervisor meeting was last Tuesday. And, um, you know, there was expect expectation that, um, this would be a dress but it was the dress it, it wasn't very it was it was different um i i me my friends aj and um my friend corey we went to the board of county supervisor meeting and started at six o'clock public comment started at seven thirty. um nwacp caroline chapter um spoke on it and um they actually was receiving an award at six o'clock. So what happened was I got there late um, due to some stuff that I was doing in Richmond, six o'clock came around. Then the, the, the board of county supervisors um, did an apology um, around the topic and he apologized and stated what he stated. And, and then they presented the NAACP um, award and NAACP made their comment um, in regards to the actual statement and um, went on from there. And so, around 7:30, when public comments come around, this is also the day for the school board to present their actual budget for the year. And that always is a, a back and forth tug of war between Board of County Supervisors and the school board for budgetary items um, and, and money to help the school systems, which, as you can see in the Facebook post that he stated, um, is, a, is, is always difficult. And so, um, we waited, and we, then we had public comments, and um, public comments came through. It was me. Well, I wasn't initially going to say anything because I know how this situation can go. Um, a lot of people don't is going to be going to get an uproar. Everybody gonna speak out, do what they need to do, and then move on. And rightfully so, there has been times in Caroline where Black people have felt oppressed, and we felt um, we felt like. Nobody really cared for us or we get the shorter end of the stick because of our color of our skin. And frankly, uh, some of us on maybe most of the county are tired of it. And rightfully so. I understand it because they felt like not, nothing's going to change in the county. Why even bother? So I, I understand and get it. But, you know, speaking to some other people that were there, um, shout out to Joni Rollins, um, who was big on, you know, trying to address this issue and get her out. She was going to speak and she made her statement her statement was clear and concise and, and very to the point. I do appreciate that she um spoke in a manner that was um professional and 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 got straight to the point. Another person spoke about it as well, but it's hard because it's hard because you have this 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 issue going on but then you have the school board presenting a a budgetary item um presenting their budget to the Board of County Supervisors um, in the mix of this. So even though we thought it was packed, most of the people there were were, were teachers and and people from the sc- in the school systems advocating for the Board of County Supervisors to approve this budget. And I, I felt as though that at times it wasn't fair for either party, for us as black folks who may have been offended by this population, by this actual statement and then for the school board and those teachers and, and and the timing couldn't been any more worse man because in public comments like you had you know Joni and my, my guy AJ me somebody else had comment about the situation but then you also had teachers and other people who were commenting on like yo we need the funds <laughs> to help the school system be better had nothing to do with that comment just was saying that we just need to fund. Well, it had somewhat to do, but our, 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 our triggers were different. You know, the teachers and and the actual school board members, their triggers were like the budgetary items and getting the budget approved. We need more teachers. We need more resources. This is what we need. Approve the budget, please. Ours was, you made a comment that, you know, oppressed us and made us feel a way that made it feel like, you know, we're being discriminated against as people of color and then also individuals who have disabilities. And I just think that it wasn't fair on a night that it couldn't been addressed properly. But either way, so everybody said the piece. AJ came through and said his stuff and um we'll talk we talked about it more in our in our interview and I'll add that to this episode and um you know i said my piece and and what i wanted to do instead of um chastising or talking down to this individual i wanted to provide context and, and and actual data around the topic of the school to prison pipeline and how it affects individuals with disabilities or people of color now i've you know i've been in contact or with work um recently with the school system, um, on a, uh, on a project that we're, we're working to do that has involved, um, voices for children for America. Um, and they do literature and data sets around this topic. And so what I've been working on with them is, is trauma informed care for Caroline County. That's, you know, that's what I've been working on with them. Um, just trying to be more of an advocate alongside of them they bring the data set you know i try to be more advocate to push this thing around so that's working but you know they did something on school to prison pipeline um back in 2018 um where they looked at data sets from virginia schools in 2015 2016 and so i brought this data to the board of county supervisors and this this board member to let give them some insight and to understand so, you know, I talked about in the this, in this support, it says, you know, students with disabilities were suspended at rates of 2.6 times higher than that of non-disabled students. African-American students were suspended at rates 3.8 times higher than Hispanic and white students. Um, it says Virginia schools continue to suspend very young students at an astonishing rate, issuing over 17,300 short-term suspensions and at least 93 long-term suspensions just the children in pre-K through third grade. And, you know, I, I talked about that and I talked about the trauma that is rooted in Caroline County. Um, and then and, and I close with, you know, understanding that I'm a I'm a former resident. I do a lot of work in Caroline and I'm also a graduate of Caroline County High School and I support the budget to help the school systems. And even if I'm not connected or not in the county, I'm always connected via my church, via my community programs, via my family or via people that I have that's that works in the system down there, whether it be law enforcement, whether it be uh, the school system, whatever. And, you know, the comments were received well I haven't gotten any pushback or feedback from it so I mean I guess it was, it was smoothed over well but I was hopeful that he was you know acknowledging and understanding of those numbers and data set that this is a real thing for school to prison pipeline and it's a real thing a real issue for people with disabilities and people of color now he feels the way he feels about the state mandating that and keeping kids in the classroom there's another quite that there's another issue at play and I wish I had time to to explain the dynamics of all of this his statement around people of and you know individuals with disabilities and people of color let's say melanin black people let's just say black people is 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 indicative of why the school board is asking for additional funding because the school board you know and the school system recognized there's a need there's a gap i've talked to many of uh school officials that understand there's a need there's a gap i've I, i've tried to work on community programs and do community events addressing the needs bringing in the school systems bringing in the school officials bringing in the sport county supervisors and school board members bringing in law enforcement to address this issue because what's happening in the community is also happening in our school systems there is trauma that is going on in our county and we're just sweeping it on the rug like we do every other thing I've had a community event one time before, and the comment made to me was that we're not all that bad. It's coming from an official, a elected official. We're not all that bad in comparison to other cities like Baltimore or or Richmond. My comment back was that doesn't mean that there's nothing going on. That doesn't mean that there's nothing. addressed Just because we're not as bad as Richmond and I work in Richmond, I understand how bad Richmond is. But just because we're not we're not Richmond or Baltimore doesn't mean that we don't have our own issues that we need to address here right now. And so the 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 crazy thing about his comments and and, and the, the data that supports what is needed is that his comments almost are reflective of why, you know, the the board is asking for additional funding to address these needs. Everything works together. The school systems have a dire need. The school systems are dealing with kids who are dealing with trauma. What does trauma mean? Trauma means a deeply distressing or disturbing experience. We know that we have a big drug problem in Carolina County. We know that. We've always had that issue. We know that we're dealing with poverty in Caroline County, we've always had that issue. We know that we've dealing with lack of access to care in Caroline County, we've always had that issue. We know that we've um, have issues with income inequality, inequality in Caroline, we've always had that issue. We there are different now there are different factors in play that affect our children. The community and the ecosystem and the economy in Caroline is affects what's going on in the school systems. So if if you're saying that the state is mandating individual disabilities or people of color cannot get kicked out of class because they're trying to reduce the school to prison pipeline. It is because we're not looking at the child and what's really happening with him as a whole person. Is that child with a disability or if that child that is black, what does his home life look like? If his home life looks like he comes in the school hungry, he, he goes home to by himself. He may be in situations that are traumatic stuff that he in, 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 in violence or abuse, neglect. He's seeing that or you have grandmothers raising these second third generation children because the mothers and parents are not involved we see that as a grandmother just being there and and being a provider but grandmother is removed from what this child is going through and has a different perspective and mindset also it is a trauma that these kids are not seeing their parents or don't know where their parents at or seeing their parents get high or their parents are working every day all day or their parents are working all day to make ends meet because they're living in poverty or they can't attain the income to stay afloat. So they're living check to check. We we're, we're seeing we're looking at different <laughs> we're looking at issues in a single fashion in in, in in a in a in a in a microscope of one thing at a time. And although I do, I do um. I support that in a, in different instances because we have to understand that if our school systems are not well then our community is not well if our community well is well then our school system is well because that means that our school systems is, is, is it has the opportunity and space to grow and 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 be educated and 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 and, and seek seek out information and not be condemned and, and be the best that they can be in these environments. But if they can't be the best they can be in these environments, then you're going to get the issues that we have right now with our school systems in Caroline, which is indicative of the economy and the community in Caroline. they again, the family unit and family component of school systems and, and, and these children is important to understanding what is happening at home and what is happening in our community and what is happening with our kids. Our kids are suffering. My wife used to work as a teacher there in Caroline County for a couple of years, and 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 she would tell me these different things. She tell me these different stories of the kids that she's working with, the traumas that they face, the the, the not eating. She'd keep snacks, she keep snacks, sanitary items, she's working in middle school, she keeps snacks, sanitary items, all of that just in case and that and this is not just happening this is happening across across the nation, but I'm talking about Caroline right now. I'm not just heard it from her I've heard it from other school officials i'm that i remain nameless of the traumas the 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 situations. That our kids are in and what they're coming from every day to school and teachers are just overwhelmed. They don't know what to do because no kid should be, sub, you know, subjected to this amount of stress, trauma and mental health that that's going on. But our children are. And so when they act out in school, then we want to say, well, why are they acting out? They need to get out this class. They need to be removed from this class. They need to pay more attention. They need to do X, Y, and Z. Have you ever took a chance to look at the child and ask the child what is going on at home? Have you ever taken a chance to sit down and talk to that child and ask the child what's wrong? How are you feeling today? Why do you feel like that? Now, I understand teachers' jobs are to teach. They are to teach a teacher cannot teach if they don't have the proper tools to teach meaning the educational components the 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 books the um the equipment the technology that's what they're meant to do and 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 if there if there is an issue with them teaching then the school administration should back them up as a result of that not the parents depending on the situation or whatever it might be. But the school administration job is to back the teachers. Now, if it comes a a thing of trauma or mental health or where we having social issues going on with these children, then they need to be referred to the appropriate professionals, mental health professionals, that is. But there's a shortage of mental health professionals in the county. If we refer to individuals for mental health treatment or medical treatment or whatever, Domestic violence, uh, abuse, um, X, Y, and Z, there's a shortage. Now, I know we've got some, you know, we've got the urgent care down there. We got some more doctors down there, different practices that have came down there. I'm gracious. But they none of these places have the infrastructure to deal with the county that has 30,000, I think, you know, residents. So people have to go either to Richmond or Fredericksburg to get their treatment. Now, there lies another barrier because if they don't have the transportation to get there, how do they get there? If they work from six to six or six to seven, how do they get the the care that they need? Take a day off. Well, what if they don't have the time to take day off? What if they don't have PTO? What if they don't have the ability to take the time off because that's going to mean money coming out the check that's going to affect their household and that's going to affect their income. That's going to put them further in debt, further behind on bills. We're not looking at the whole person and we're not looking at the whole family unit. That's just, you know, the school systems. And I think this Board of County Supervisors, if he was more aware of what is at stake and what is going on in the county. He would have never made those statements. For you to say that is that you I guess you you're not in support of this school to prison pipeline. You don't think it exists. Like most people don't think it exists, but it exists. But the deeper aspect of it is the different uh things that affect it. If it is its household, it's poverty, it's income, it's it's trauma, it's mental health, it's substance abuse all these different things and yet we feel like we just have this perfect little county and we're not we're not perfect and we're far from it i looked up this data i was on looking up some stuff recently man and trying to get some more indication of where we're at and i found this data site man that's just putting this all this data together for different you know different um Topics of discussion or social, you know, social issues, states, counties, X, Y, and Z, right? And I wanted to talk about some data on this because it's very indicative of what I think was going on in Caroline County. So this site is called DataUSA.io. I think it's a joint venture between, like um, a university, some other startup company to to provide easier access to U.S census data now if is this the data not correct or it's not an accurate depiction, then you know write it off but I, I feel like it's it's an accurate depiction of what's happening in caroline county um so it says it's twenty nine thousand eight hundred eighty nine population of residents the median age in caroline is forty forty years old median household income is sixty thousand nine hundred and twenty five the poverty rate is eleven point nine percent um those are some kind of couple highlights. The um income highlights have uh increased um in the last couple of years. and looked like this is from 2017, so it's probably should have went up a little bit. I like last time I checked it, it was about 55, 57. So it went up a six point three four percent increase. Um, county: 63 percent white, 28 percent is Black African American, and 4.3 percent is Hispanic or Latino. Um, which is you know we have a new higher population list of, of Hispanic and Latino population coming in right now. Um, good thing I saw about this is that median proper value VA was 193.200, no, 193,200, um, uh, and the home ownership rate of 80%, which is, you know, I think is really good. Um, this median household income has grown in the last couple of years, which I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for, but we're still behind, um, every County beside us. Um, the 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 <laughs> rich you know richmond is 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 about sixty three sixty four king william is about sixty five virginia is about you know we're we're let's say virginia median income so we have we're making about sixty thousand nine hundred twenty five we're um a little less than the median annual income of the united states of america which is not that bad i don't i don't think that's too bad but in, our, in, in regards to our neighboring counties we we're we're we're, we're far behind king william we're behind richmond we're behind spotsylvania is, is up maybe like 15 to 20k king george around the same uh hanover stafford stafford is, is super high in the hundreds hanover is like 83 84 85 you know it, it, it that, that's it's kind of tough in regards to counties that neighbor us, and so it goes back to my original statement about being, um, just behind the curve. Uh, let's see, let's see. Occupation by race and ethnicity is very, um, very unique, but it's indicative of what's going on. I'm not gonna get into that topic because this is definitely unique. I'm gonna get to some more important topics, more pertinent topics. Um, what struck me the most is this poverty rate. According to this site. Even though we are, black folks in the county are 28 percent um of the population. It's showing that about that we have the highest poverty rate living in Caroline County. So that means we're either at or below the poverty line, and it's looking like 40, almost 40 percent of us are are at that. Of those surveyed, white is about 30 something percent. That's 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 telling women are the largest population in in, in poverty and we're 11.9 percent of our population lives in poverty. Most of it being women, most of it being ages between 25 to 34, followed by women or young girls, that's six to 11. So it's telling you that you got more women in poverty and, and a lot of children in poverty which I saw a data set about that. It's a lot of children in poverty in, in Carolina County. I got that data from Voices from Children of America a long time ago. Um, so I wanted to, you know, th- this data shows more is going on in the county than we we, we were acting like. I wanted to look at this other topic too because it shows that about 30, 30% of... Residents commute. So now Carolina is moving to this commuter population, which probably has driven up the um, median income because of uh, subdivisions such as Ladysmith Village, um, Pendleton, and um, what's the one over? There? The one in Carmel Church, which got really hit by the, the recession at that time and the housing situation. But it's saying about 37% of the actual community is com are commuters. One of which is my mom. My mom's been a commuter for twenty plus years. So um that is that is that is that is kinda addictive. I'm gonna come back to that topic. And and, and another rate I looked at this too, it says for patient to primary care physician ratio in, in, in Carolina County, it says it's nine thousand nine hundred and ninety five patients to one physician in Caroline. Which is I think is nuts. Virginia is about thirteen fifty to one physician. That shows there's a indicative need of healthcare in the county, but that we also go out the county to get health care. Um and then 8.6 of the population is uninsured, twelve point five percent is on Medicaid, eleven point eight percent is on Medicare, forty seven percent is employer coverage, two point eight percent military, and sixteen point percent non. Let's see. Median income is forty two. Let's see. Yeah. So those are the different 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 some, some data statistics I thought that was very interesting, man, and it's indicative of what's going on. And so you know, I talked about I talked about and let me like, make sure this housing income thing is for a group of four, a median income of four for a four household of four, I believe. Either way, yeah. Commuter time thirty four point six minutes. So people commuter time. That's the, I'm sorry. there's not thirty seven percent of the county commutes. It's saying that um, it doesn't say how many of the population commutes, but it says the average commute time of Caroline County employees is 34.6 minutes, which could also include those who live outside the county. But 34.6 minutes, can, that means that the county is a big commuter county. And so I wanted to talk about that because when we talk about actual community and bettering the community and... Figuring out how we can do this thing, we have to figure out and I talked about in the Facebook post is that what type of county that we want to be. I am no, no, nowhere near a political expert or guru. I don't you know, I know a little bit about economics and and, and county growth. I'm only speaking merely from a social worker perspective. I'm only speaking from a former resident and somebody who does work in the county and, and 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 has grew up in the county and seen things. I don't feel even though I've left out the county and and been out the county for a couple years resident wise i still feel the same way when i ride through carolina that i felt five seven years ago it's the same stuff no minimum growth at at best minimum um nothing that's wowing me nothing that's changing me i i I was really wowed that i thought that a walmart was coming i thought that a harris teeter factory was coming i was like oh man we can get some growth some things are going to change and then i got you know put to a halt and there are a lot of people that are commuting moving down from north virginia um spots Fredericksburg, moving down to caroline for cheaper housing and rent and willing to commute um and staying in residence such as lateman village pendleton um these different areas and probably just drove up their median income but you know they're coming from places that had access they're, they're and they're kind of tired of it, you know, because it's congested or whatever it may be. But it's cheaper housing, right? So some, even somebody that's in Spotsylvania, there's a there's a probably a fifty to seventy five thousand dollar difference in a house that I can get in Caroline versus what I can get in Spotsylvania, Fredericksburg, or definitely Stafford. Stafford is probably hundred thousand. Even in my house search now, there there there, what has happened is that housing rates have went up due to economy X Y and Z. But houses that was once one seventy five, two hundred, two hundred twenty thousand in Laysman Village or Pendleton or you know, you know, the Lake Lake Carolina Lake Landor, they're now two hundred fifty, two hundred and seventy five, even up to three hundred thousand dollars for a nice size house. Now those houses that you would get probably in Spotsylvania and Fredericksburg, they're about three hundred seventy five, three fifty, right? Respectively. With that, who 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 with a, with a median income of $60,000 per household, who in the County that is a County resident that's been there for years, who can actually afford a 200 and let's say the average is like two fifty two seventy five? who, who, who on that with that income can afford that type of house outside of a commuter or somebody that works up North? Because if you, if you take, if you take how they tell us the three times your income, that's what you can afford to 60,000 is 300. You can afford up a th- up to a $360,000 house. That's not really the real number and truth because you know, you got taxes and, and, and other stuff. So 60,000 a year really is forty five fifty thousand. So that drastically drops your price that you can actually afford a home. And so I think there is this issue of trying to preserve the county as a rural rural space and and and, and actually um, presenting the county to a certain segment of people in the county. I'm not even going to say black or white. I'm just going to say that the county is trying to be preserved and presented to a certain set of people in the county, not inclusive to all of people, because even if you look at how things have been created you know in the county and what has come about there's been discrepancies because there's been discrepancies around the the, around the topic of this part of the county got this this part of the county got that this part of the county has access to this this part of the county has access to this and it's not for the whole county that's been an ongoing topic of conversation and you talk to anybody from the county they'll tell you how much the county has been separated and divided by different areas and one can say that the Y was just built for Laysman Village I have my gripes about the Y I think the Y is too small I think the Y is put in a weird place but I understand why they did it but I don't understand why they did it because they could have put it somewhere else that was more central for everybody but there are things created for one part of the county and not for the other part of the county. I'll leave it at that. We, how does, and again, the average median age is 40. So a lot of people either come down to get a slower pace of life or, you know, they're older and they're like this. They want more stability. You can get that in Carolina for those that come from access to everything. You're not going to get that in Carolina. You're gonna used to getting access to Walmart, Target, um, <laughs> coffee shops. Even though we have great coffee shop coming up that's called Mix House, you know you're not gonna get that. You're more secluded. You're more in a rural area. But what about the millennials? Let's say my generation from the classes of '04 to like '09, you know '10, that class. Who went off to college? Went off to different states. Went off to different cities. Established themselves X, Y, and Z. Where, and and we could we make a lot more money. We can contribute more to the economy, to the community. But we're not going to make the same money that we would in these other areas. And I'm not saying we're not going to make the same money in regards to. Like being in like a city like D.C. or Richmond or, you know, whatever outside the state. But I can make better money in Fredericksburg or Spotsylvania. I can make better money in Richmond than I can in Caroline as a mental health professional. You feel what I'm saying? Especially coming out of school. There's a probably like a ten to fifteen thousand dollar difference I would have made if I did something. And maybe let's say. It's not it's not a lot. And mental health providers in in, in actual um in, in in caroline but it's a 10 to fifteen thousand dollar difference if I go across the line even north or south what is the appeal for Millennials my age that have families here some of us are going to stay out of caroline some of us are going to come back and 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 do stuff because we have families to take care of. We have families that are getting older. We have family like land. We have how we have land houses that need to be taken care of. Like we're going to have to take care of our parents here soon. What is the appeal or incentive for us to come back and do so? Because now our whole lifestyle got to change. I moved out of Beaver Dam. I actually I remember when we did not have high-speed internet in caroline then comcast came most of my undergrad school year i commuted which was from 07 to 2011 i commuted to vcu i didn't have any type of high-speed internet probably till 09 2010 for comcast and when i was out in beaverdam i stayed in beaverdam for a little bit i didn't have no access to high-speed internet for a long time and that's one of the reasons why i moved because the cost of Staying in the house, it's paying five hundred something dollars just to Verizon to have some high-speed internet. You know, mixed with my cell phone bill. So, you know, stuff like like that. Where's the access to a Walmart Target? I have to still go to Fredericksburg, Spotsylvania, go to Walmart Target. All I have is Food Line. I can I like I like Food Line, but I can't get everything in Food Line that I need. Cause I got it, I get it from Target or Walmart. You know, the the, the access to different things different experiences in caroline is limited there's no appeal for my generation to come back home unless it's a family issue or i'm like ready to really settle down and, and and chill out which will be in my 40s or 50s now granted i'm coming back only because i do i still have a heart for caroline i want to do so much work down there and i enjoy my solitude and peace because, you know, I'm I'm not the big hustle and bustle person. I can thrive in that environment, but I, I really like my land. I really like being away from the hustle and bustle to rest my mind. And, my, and I like to have my peace with my family. But that's not the same for the people that I graduated with. The people that have done great things and got multiple degrees and making so much money right now. They don't want that same environment right now. So, but we, we, I, we're preserving, I think, the county for, for, for a certain segment of people, and we want to make it rural, keep, continue to make it rural as possible, but we're trying to, we're trying to appeal, we're trying to um, do this without creating any access to anything. What is the appeal? Why, you know, what is the appeal to come to Caroline outside of slowing down and resting (laughs) that's it we want to bring businesses in there but a business can't really thrive unless they are appealing to a certain specific population so you can get your agricultural companies tractor supplies coming down here tractor supply will be perfect for caroline it will thrive in caroline but that does not appeal to the actual whole state of what caroline represents caroline has white black and hispanic people we don't all own tractors (laughs) you know we don't all like tractors we don't all like agriculture and again what businesses can thrive you can't you can only invite certain businesses down here that's going to thrive because the county is, is 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 moving the county has always and is as actually is presenting itself to a certain population in the county and you know how do we get past that i think we can create a community that's rural with access but we have to be willing we have to look outside of the box we have to look deeper than what we've been doing we have to change our mindset there's the so i i've given you the issues with the school systems the issues with our children the issue in the community where there's trauma filled with stuff going on and then you have another piece of the community that's, that's that's that we're appealing to a certain community and then we're have a commuter community so we have four or five different things going on in the county we're not appealing to everybody you can have a tractor supply store and you can also have a walmart <laughs> you could have a Walmart, a check supply store, and a Starbucks, and a mix house. I don't understand why we can't appeal to everybody. It's only going to help everybody else. And for somebody that is 31 of years of age is planning to take this family back down to Caroline, understanding what's going on, understanding that some of my my, my friends are going to have to come back home to help take care of their family. It's going to be tough for us. And we're going to continue to keep going out of the county until something changes. So we have to look at these things in in, in retrospect of how they affect one another piece by piece the community the school system is only good as the community, community is and I don't think the community as well as it could be which is reflective in the school systems they're not going to get bigger businesses here if you're just appealing to one segment of the population I, I just don't think that's going to happen and and even the population that you're appealing to they're they're getting older you shouldn't be appealing to this, this, this population that's getting older because they may have got, because they have a name or because they got most, they control most of the money. If that name is still holding on, then that's getting passed down to my age group. How are you making it appealing for my age group? Because that's going to be the age group that's going to, to take over here soon. And so, I, I just feel that Caroline has so many different things going on and we just keep sweeping them because we're just trying to push on and, and hopefully somebody will just take it over and just come in and soup us and save us. Nobody is going to come in and swoop, uh, swoop down and save us. It is going to be up to us as a community and our actual leaders to change what is happening in the county. And if you can't change it or you don't agree with it, if you don't want to see it grow and you don't uh, you don't have any 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 indication that you 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 don't you don't think, think these issues are real, then you don't need to be serving. Period. If you don't think any of these issues are going on in Carolina County, then you are sadly mistaken. You don't need to be serving in in, in that in that capacity or role. You need to change your you need to change your perspective and and go somewhere else. Do something else. Because you, you, you're doing yourself, you're doing yourself, you're doing the community, and you're doing, you know, the the county. Um, you, you're doing the county a disservice. We're missing the mark on this. So that's just my piece about it, man. Um, I really wanted to to, to get that out and talk more about it in depth and to to look at what is happening and what is going on and where we can be better we can be better we can create a. we can create something like spotty we can be rural with access King William is doing it King George is doing it King George has done amazing I am surprised every time I ride through King George there's something new over there you know and I'm not sure about the school systems I don't know what the school systems look like but you know they got a new high school and you know they have a new I know new i had i know remember they had some new up-and-coming housing developments uh i think they they did get a walmart out there if they didn't have one out there they, they're they're thriving they're, they're doing things different and they still have rural access there but we, we 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 have to figure out how to do this thing different we have to or we're just gonna we're not gonna thrive And nothing's going to happen. It's going to stay the same. And people are just going to move. Go up the street. (laughs) Go to Spotsylvania. Go down the street. Go to Hanover. I can get them more access. (laughs) You know. So, thank you for listening to what I've talked about. And, you know, this is my my social justice advocacy piece of the podcast. Um, As a social worker, um, look out for the second episode, which is an interview with me and Ace aj where we talked about our comments at the actual border county supervisor meeting um if you want to find those comments you can go on youtube and look up caroline county virginia um, border county supervisors meeting and it should pop up the latest one and i think we're at the 154 mark uh one hour 54 mark um please like share subscribe comment um if you can on this episode um we're on anchor fm on apple Podcasts, we're on spotify as well um you can subscribe there Subscribe there you get to drop early and i got to send out all these links um once again you have any comments you want to hear any more topics that we want to speak about please feel free to hit me up um i hope that this doesn't cause any dissension um in in the county or dissension between you know residents but i think that you know it's a conversation that needs to be had and i think it's a conversation that's been brewing um for 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 a long time um and and i'll keep saying i think that this stuff that's being done in carolina is presented to a certain set of the population in the community and not not inclusive for everybody and i think a lot of people have felt that way and felt that you felt that way for years um for years so um until next time man we'll see y'all hope you have a blessed week and we'll, we'll go from there Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a podcast by Trey where we discuss this thing called life and how we manage it. I am your facilitator, Trey, um, and hosting this podcast. And I had a guest on today's topic. As you know, we have talking about this topic that has happened in my hometown um, in regards to a border county supervisor making a comment that was uh, racist um, and convened as discriminatory. And very ill advised on social media um, platform, and so we're going to get into that and talk more about that and my thoughts around it, my thoughts as a social worker around it, um, and also my thoughts as a former Caroline County resident, um, also a resident that's looking to buy and go back to stay in Caroline County. Um, I give you all my thoughts and opinions on that. And then also, I have one of my guys, one of my homeboys, one of my best friends, uh, Alger James III, he's on the phone with me. And he's going to um, discuss his thoughts and opinions about it as well. Um, We recently went to the Board of County Supervisor meeting um, this past Tuesday and um, spoke at the public comment section um, on our opinions and views about the statement made by this supervisor um, less than about a week and a half ago, probably. So he is on the phone line with me right now. AJ, I call him AJ um what's up with you brother how you doing <laughs> hey I'm,
1: I'm good bro i'm doing well on this this saturday man how are you bro
0: i'm chilling man like I got told you man i'm just relaxing maxing you know what i'm saying trying to be more present you know what i'm saying so doing what i can yeah, i
1: can dig it. i can dig it
0: man i want to be like you when i grow up no 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 man so, so so yeah bro so like you know, me and you rap about this type of stuff all the time, and probably ever since we we linked up and met and became closer, we've talked about these different um, social issues and, and, and racial undertones that have happened in both of our respective counties. I'm from Carolina. You're from, you know, Spotsylvania, Fredericksburg area. So we've seen it in different different aspects and um, different points in our lives. So, um, in re- in regards to in regards to the situation, how did you feel about it after you? Um, you know we made the public comments on tuesday um i actually
1: felt like i, I should have went in harder you know you kind of you kind <laughs> of or i should have let you go first so you can set the tone because
0: you you brought it man you brought it hey but nah right? that's it was okay though because you went first and you set the tone and i just told you through the live i came through like vince and that was it
1: yeah hey, yeah yeah you uh you pulled a zine because you almost brought the run
0: down, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, nah, man. I just was trying to, you know, I I, I had to make some statement because you said something, you're not even from the county. So it was just like, you know, why right. why why shouldn't I, you know? Right, yeah, yeah. And it was, I, I mean, you know,
1: because uh, I initially wasn't going to say anything like I was telling you when we went because – uh i just wanted to at first I, I wanted to say something and then i was like you know well let me actually see what happens because that was actually my first time actually attending uh one of those type of meetings yeah you know so um i actually just wanted to listen and trying to get a feel for everything see what the vibe was and you know hearing hearing uh, a lot of those teachers and uh People that are involved in the education system just hearing some of the things that they were saying, man, kind of like boosts me up to go ahead and say what what I needed to say, you know. And afterwards, I mean, like I said, I, I kind of wish I would have I would have uh, elaborated more, been more direct mm-hmm. towards that that individual that made the comment. But I mean, I, I think our presence, you know, alone was was major, you know, because of even after the fact, you know, the people that you know said, you know, was thanking us, you know, for for even saying anything because I think we were probably, um, if not if not one of the youngest, but we were like the youngest um, individuals in there, and, and the youngest black individuals in there, mm-hmm. and black men at that. So I, I think our presence was was definitely um, necessary, and it it, it was just um, very impactful. I feel like, but I still think at the end of the day, I think that there is definitely some type of lack of education there. That although like the presence was there, we said what we said. I feel like you know they still kind of need more education on on that, <laughs> on like diversity and, and culture and things like that. You
0: know. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, and I think. Do you? Well, let me ask you this: Do you think? Because a lot of rhetoric around after the conversation that was made when he when he made this statement, and um I' probably state this in the earlier piece of the podcast of what he said. Do you think that that came off as racist or uninformed, misinformed Because I think we we tend to jump um to call somebody a racist um right without really understanding the context. Now, he might... I mean, he, he might could be racist. Um, right. But do you think that the... Because, the, you know, you've seen a quote of what he said on Facebook with it. Do you think it was more racist or more discriminatory? I'm leaning towards more discriminatory piece because I haven't, you know, seen the racist undertones just yet, but I really feel like there's some discriminatory. Um, You know, that was a discriminatory statement. What do you feel about that?
1: Oh, uh, I... I... I agree with you. I I think um to you know I think we use the term racist so loosely, you know. Mm-hmm. And I mean even even myself, you know, over the years um and that that comes with just a lack of education and actually knowing, you know, um the what, what racism truly is, you know. Right. Um people can make a comment without being racist, you know. Mhm- um, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. i I just think that yeah you feel me So, i just think um his statement, i think it was more so um going back to like being educated and not really knowing because of if you like break down his his comments and then even the comments he made after the fact like he he didn't even it wasn't even though he apologized, it was still like i think he and uh, don't quote me on this. I think he was saying like it, it wasn't uh, to uh, single out those individuals or uh, be met, that comment wasn't made to uh, you know be racist or any, any yeah or you know, I don't know something like that. But um, I just think and even though you know sometimes they people that are racist they say stuff like that. But I just think like just based off his his tone and you know. The comment itself, I, I just think it's a lack of education, bro. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. It, it's just uh, a lack of uh, a lack of knowing, you know, your community, you know, the the culture in itself, you know, what we tolerate, what we don't tolerate. So I mean, it's 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 an education moment, an educational moment, you know.
0: Right. And I I personally think if he was a racist, he wouldn't last too long on that that board uh, with um, some of the supervisors already on there. Um, I just think, um, you know, going back to our because I just wanted to clarify that I wanted to see how you felt about it. I didn't feel it was inherently racist. I do think it was, you know, some discriminatory. Thought patterns behind it, some lack of education Behind it um, Some strong beliefs or thoughts in the state system And how they, you know, treat Individuals with disabilities or individuals who have uh, Melanin in their skin and stuff like that But, you know, what I Wanted to, you know, relate to him You know, my public comment piece of it was that There's real data Around the school to prison pipeline For individuals with disabilities And people of uh, with melanin descent And their actual um, Skin tone, and, and then that's why I chose to read that that statistics from um Voices of America, uh for children of America, um, because it's relevant. Even though that was from 2015, 2016, you know, there's still some some issues going on around that school to prison pipeline. Um in in Virginia. And we might and so my, my thing is because again, I wasn't going to say anything either. You know, I was, you know, it was going to chill. Kind of let everything play out and see what was going to happen, but then you know, looking at there wasn't many people there to speak about it anyway, um, and then right. the fact that they had this kind of apology session before the meeting started, while presenting an award to the NAACP of Caroline, um, and when an NWP made a statement, but it was just really it was really weird. And I understand there was a basketball game going on during that time. And, um, you know, it just, but it, my thing of it is, and it's always been my thing of it is that Caroline, Caroline sweeps these things under the rug. I think there's always been an underlying, um, racial undertone when it comes to Caroline County, we fail to look at it. We fail to address it. We just kind of sweep it on the rug and keep it, keep it moving. I think, Even back when I was doing stop the violence movements um, in my UIE community events, you know, there was this thought that, you know, Caroline is fine. Caroline isn't as bad as a Baltimore or a Richmond, but we still have a lot of issues and a lot of work to do. You know what I'm saying? Just like most of the country, just like Spotsylvania, Fredericksburg, Stafford. Um, But and, 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 and that's evident in why you can drive 20 minutes over and you're in a whole different County. Like they're like, say, like we drive over Caroline County line to Spotsylvania and it's like a whole new environment. And in, 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 in which Spotsylvania and Caroline kind of grew up the same way, but Spotsylvania took more economic growth and, and took on more of that to build where they at in Spotsylvania now. And so now we've left with Caroline who schools are suffering, Um, The economy is trying to 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 resurface a little bit, but we're almost like a a, a farmer slash rural town mixed with a commuter town. Um, The data that I gave you, I sent to you not too long ago, said like 37 percent of the county commutes. And so, you know, what I'm going to talk about more in the rest of my podcast um, is like how. You know, the access to stuff in Caroline is, 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 is a big issue for us, you know um and i wanted to say more like i told you we talking about you know earlier i I, shoot i could have did a whole presentation about this with carolina and what's going on and what's happening and what's not happening so even in that two three minute time that we had to speak it was so much more that could be said and um out of the four people that spoke was me you this other guy, I don't know this other guy's name. You know, Shout out to him for, for speaking up about it. And then Joni, shout out to Joni for speaking up. I'm trying to figure if I can get her on, maybe at least do something with her. Um, because that was it. It spies NWSCP yeah. in the front, the front side of it. Um, but that was it. But yeah. I think the trend is there's a lot of people that's tired in Caroline that has been through this before. And they haven't seen any change, so they don't even—they're not even worried about it anymore. They're not even worried about it because it's like, okay, we've been through this for years. Ain't nothing gonna change. Anybody gonna do nothing? Why not? Why even give my time and energy to it? Because I really thought there was gonna be a lot more people, but it turns out that the people that was there was for school board, um, and for the school board budget and stuff like that. So, um, right. This is um definitely interesting. Do you um? Do you feel that his apology was sincere, or what you heard from it, and how you like you, 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 what was gathered from it?
1: (laughs) Nah, nah, (laughs) not not at all. (laughs) Not at all. I I just think, um, it was was just one of those things because, okay, you know, you know, his other board members, or after the outrage had, you know, went about, and the, the board members probably told him, like, look. You know, you gonna have to, we gonna have to clean this up. <laughs> you know? Right. We can't, can't had it. So it was just, it was just one of those BS apologies, man. But again, like it goes back to like the people that you were just like referring to about how they seen things like this happen all the time and nothing gets done. And it's like I, I feel like it, it could now. This now because of the, the tension is getting. It could, it could be something done out of this but mm-hmm. you know, at the moment you felt like they really I don't think he or and some of them on on that um, some of those other members really understood like the context behind his statement. You know, it mm-hmm, was still mm-hmm. like oh well it, it's more about the, the disabilities than anything you know and it's like no, it's not it's not just the disability, it's the I mean, the comment was out of pocket anyway, but it, it's just the the fact that you were referring to to black people,
0: right? And I'm just
1: like, yo, you said melanin, right? Melanin is what makes your skin dark, <laughs> you it, know? absolutely. Like, like, that's why I said it's 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 like nah, bro. It's it was just all right. I'm gonna say this because I have to, not because I truly, you know, feel sorry. Or I, I truly, you know feel bad for what i said because i feel like if that was the case then you know why not say you know what i'm gonna take this time to actually you, you know do xyz i'm gonna i'm gonna educate myself i'm gonna am gonna sit down with with some individuals so i can understand you know what i did if you truly didn't understand but i, I just think he doesn't really too much care <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. so. and i think that's perfect plenty of opportunities for him to to do that um in regards to either let's say if he wanted to do the disability route you know the community service board is there um he could he could and you know we have an actual uh day treatment through the community service board in Fredericksburg that he can attend one day to kind of see what people who have who have a disability um go through on a daily basis and sit with them and, and talk with them um he could you know talk to this uh the community leaders, um, the black church um, leaders, the black community leaders, to learn more about the situation. He could even go to his state delegate or talk to the school systems about the school-to-prison pipeline that's happening in Virginia and across the states. Um, there's there's many avenues, and that's what I think you didn't get in the apology. Is like, okay, you didn't get an action item. You only got an apology. Right because right. and, and again i told y'all the comments he doubled down on him he meant what he said but yeah he didn't from the apology side he didn't get a we didn't get a, okay so what what are you going to do like what are you going to like, figure out how and, and and go out there and learn more about this issue and so that's why i felt the need to to to, to educate because there's right. obviously a lack of education now if you decide not to do anything with those those data sets or look more in depth into it then that's on you. I've done my part and that only confirms more about who you are as a person and your character. You feel what I'm saying? So um I just I just think that, you know, it 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 we it, need it, it's it, it's something that should come about of it, but we we'll, we'll see. And um we'll see what happens with that because not a lot of us was there. Everybody's still outraged. Uh, Freelance Star posted an article about it. ABC 8 News posted an article about it. um, And it was very. It wasn't really in depth. It wasn't really detailed. It wasn't really. It was like, oh, well, we'll just, you know, walk through this on eggshells just a little bit, very timidly, put it out there because he want to make sure he's saving face and then keep it moving. And so. That's why I didn't kind of like about that. And that's why I said I wanted to get on a podcast with it. we have our own platform, let's go ahead and just make our views um, more prominent just in case something, something gets, you know, goes awry and people don't understand. You feel what I'm saying? So,
1: yeah. And I, yeah. And I, I, I hate that they, you know, that they, although it's getting the attention, but it's like you said, it's, it's not, <laughs> it's like sugarcoating. The actual topic itself, because we they acting like, oh, it's so it's so uncomfortable that we can't talk about this, or you know, mm-hmm. and, and the problem you know with with society is you know white people and and things of that nature. They always say you know black people throw the race card out there, or you know slavery was so long ago, like get over it. And the thing about us, like n- none of us are pondering on that. You know, yeah, we have a chip on our shoulder. You know, that's that's just what what it is. We have that chip on our shoulder because of all the generational uh, trauma and things like that that we've been through. So we're going to have that chip on our shoulder. However, we've never been not accepting of uh, other cultures and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Right. Out of all the other cultures, we're like one of the first to – just embrace somebody and, and call them black, you know. Yeah.
0: So mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I just, I, yeah. So I just think like the thing about like America and people—they want us to get over stuff, but they don't realize it's 2020 and we're still dealing with the same stuff. Y'all telling us to to get over. Mm-hmm. So are when do we find some type of solution that help us actually get over it? You know, it's like telling the kids like you know, telling him how to, you know, he needs to save money, telling telling a, a, a 15-year-old kid that he needs to save money, right? Mm-hmm. And you're just constantly just telling him, telling him, telling him, oh, yeah, you need to save for a rainy day. But you're not educating him on how <laughs> to save, like how he should save his dollar, by actually sitting down with him, showing him some type of solution to helping him keep money in his pocket, you know, things like that. So we not getting a solution we're just told like get over the problem then you know what it's it's gonna be the
0: same like no matter what so right well and also not to mention that you know (laughs) civil rights movement was what only what 70 60 70 years ago like you know it wasn't that long ago it hasn't reached 100 years um like we still have siblings um or grandparents that have Still alive today, that went through you know the segregation era and Jim Crow era and then civil rights movement, they went through that, you know what I'm saying? So, to tell us yeah. just to get over and stop pulling the race car is not fair, it's, it's more indicative of your you know your privilege and your lack of understanding. Um, I equate it to like you know with white folks, like, and I and, and to be fair, like you know, I have a bunch of white friends that 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 they that get it right, they get it and understand it, but it's like. You have to understand that As a white person You come from a place of privilege Because even though You might have went through some similar things As you know black people Maybe be poverty Financial stability um, Wealth gaps um, Income inequality Housing X Y and Z There's still going to be An easier time for you To get through these social issues Versus a black person because we're already behind three, four times anyway. And I and, and, and I, like again, I understand that this situation in Caroline is something that's, probably, that's happening all over the United States and it may not be as a major issue as everybody else, but it's still reflective and indicative of the overall system that we're, we're working with is indicative of the overall and it's a reflection of the system the government body that we're seeing at the presidential um, sector and then um, and also the, I mean, the federal sector and the state sector and we' seen in the local sector there are a lot of people um, that that are on those seats in the board of county supervisors or the school board members um, city council members that have been in those seats um, for for years 10 15 20 years state delegates in there for 20 years, 20 plus years. What obviously can you in this, in this, in in being in a seat that long contribute to the modern day society, what we're dealing with right now today. And the fact that you are, have been in those seats from X amount of years. What is your actual mindset when it comes to people, social welfare, and especially people of color? because if it's outdated then we're going to end up with stuff just like this and i don't even think this supervisor is that old. he looks maybe like 40s so that's more indicative of his upbringing but then also his privilege of not you know not starting off three feet behind four feet behind five steps behind you feel what i'm saying he you know he you know he you know, regardless of where you start as a white person, you start in the front always, regardless. But and, and for him to say that in the 40s is like maybe he's in his 40s. He got to be in his 40s. He don't look. He's probably the youngest one on that board, I believe. Um, you know, and to make that statement, okay, well, that's an internal beef. You need to learn, understand, learn more about your county because we pulled the data up. The county is 63 percent, I think, white. 30 something 20 30 something black it's always been that way <laughs> so if you're and then you you know the schools do deal with individuals who have disabilities and 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 and, and that can be a range of different things so now you're, you're just really really alienating a whole population of the county that's gonna get you ran out the county real quick if somebody put some light you know put some fire to it you know so yeah man, I don't It's a lot It's a lot with that You know, it's a lot It's a lot <laughs> nah, it, it, Well, let
1: me ask
0: you this Oh, I think we lost him real quick Yep, you good Alright, cool, cool So you said you was asking me a question Yeah, yeah I was getting
1: ready to ask you a question Um I was going to say, like, you, but you being a, a resident, you know, or, you know, former resident of Carolina, being from there and things like that, um, in your opinion, like, do you feel, do you honestly feel like that there could be within within the next few years, like, there could be, like, some type of change that that can better the community, like that where the community can benefit from. You know, honestly, like in the next, let's just say, like in the next, like two to three years.
0: Um, not in the next two to three years, no. Mm. Because. I think I think the election period for the Board of county Supervisors is coming up in the next two years, I think or two or three years, one or two. um I think Caroline, and I'll go into detail more in my you know once we get off, but it's I think Caroline really needs to take a look at to figure out what type of county they want to be because if they don't, then we're gonna continue in this same place forever. And it's it's gonna end up being a dead zone, um, real, 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 honestly, because I've seen minimum change since I've been there, um, and I've been out of the county probably since um, well, I'm never out of the county. That's the other thing. Like I'm, I'm always, I still go to church down there. I still do a lot of community events down there. Uh, I was coaching down there. Like I've always been in the county, even when I leave the county. So but as a resident um you know it, it it's changed a little bit for me i still feel the same way when i ride through carolina i still feel the same way i felt when i was living down there i don't feel any different and they have to they really have to look into figure out what type of county they want to be you have 37% of the town that's commutes and you have your average age of, of of 40 years old and it's a very rural town. So are you appealing to the commuters or are you appealing to the farmers or the agriculture scene or, you know, your, um, your factories and industries? And so you've been doing this a certain way for the past couple of years. And look where we are at, we're behind in regards to, King George, King William, Spotsylvania—we're we're at the bottom of the total poll. <laughs> Something we're we're not updated with the times, and I think that's going to take uh, uh, either a change in the perspective from the leadership or a complete change in leadership for that county. And I think it 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 needs more representation from the people who are in the community, and you know a lot of these guys are older. Guy, you know guys and women they're they're older so again your perspective is, is 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 limited in comparison i mean you might be an expert in local politics and number wise and, and balancing the budget x y and z but you know i think the in tuneness with the people um especially the up and coming generation because that's gone that's going to, that's 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 not there anymore because if the average age is 40 let's just say the average Local elected official is 50 Where does that leave 30, 20 year olds You know what I'm saying Where where are we going to go We can't We really can't thrive L- Listen let's talk about this There are How many of us say that <laughs> Fredericksburg and Spotsylvania ain't got nothing here for us We're talking about right. Fredericksburg Spotsylvania, Spotsylvania right? right What do you think Caroline has to offer a 20 or 30 year old you know what I'm saying if there are people that are our age that's saying Fredericksburg and Spotsylvania don't have nothing to offer you know what I'm saying like it, we have to look at that and and we have to look at that because that's the up and coming generation that is going to have to come back home may they may come back home they may not you know what I'm saying they may come, come, come back home for family reasons, take care of family members. Our parents are knocking on 60s. Some are in their 60s. That's prime time. You know, so, you know, taking care of land or whatever it may be. I think they said that land ownership is like 80%. So that's that's a generation passing thing going on. What is there to offer somebody like me and you in Carolina yeah. County? <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, and it's 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 funny because uh, the same thing that you're saying, like we've been um we've been saying that about Spicy since we were like <laughs> like 16, 17, mm-hmm. you know, um, cause we I mean we had the Y, you know, but that was a uh, that was about it, you know. At one point they had the Team USA things like that, but it was nothing really here for for us to to thrive from. You know mm-hmm. to learn and do things like that, so I I
0: definitely agree with you a hundred percent, bro. Yeah, and so I think it's 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 gonna be like maybe five. It's gonna be take ten, fifteen. I think ten, fifteen years, and, and that I am saying that because it has to be a change in perspective and change in leadership and, and allowing some new things to come in to 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 work for a little bit to to change the narrative. I mean, the median household right. income is is rising. That's good, but I think that's rising only because um commuters you know commuters are coming in and and um commuters are coming in they're making more money and and and, and their household income is more and it's indicative on the houses that you see cuz I'm searching for houses now that you see for sale like you know there are $300,000 homes in Caroline that are selling that you know I don't think a resident a home homegrown resident that stayed in Carolina for their whole entire life could be able to afford um, but a commuter from Northern Virginia or even so much as Fredericksburg or Spotsylvania could easily afford you feel what I'm saying it, versus like when Laysman Village and Pendleton went up you know houses was like 175 townhouses like 175 at one point you know what I'm saying 200, 220 for a good size house and now they're like 275, 250 off break. You know what I'm saying? So that's indicative of the economy, but it's also indicative of who they're trying to appeal to, you know? And so, but right. even with that, even you have individuals and I'm going to talk about it more. You have individuals from Northern Virginia who are used to access and used to being able to 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 maneuver now most of them might be in a period of time where they just want to slow down anyway so they don't need much no more but what about the ones that do you know what I'm saying what about the ones that come from good school systems and now put their child in the school systems now and 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 understanding how much issues that they have right now what what are we saying to to those those new residents there's no infrastructure yeah in place and that's not it's not a good enough infrastructure. They gonna go to private school. Yeah, I'm out taking Fredericksburg Christian or taking the common Christian on my way to work. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's the kind of the route I would take. And still <laughs> you know considering taking now yeah. until something happens. Yeah. You know.
1: And you you, you said the key thing, um uh, you hit home when you said uh there's no infrastructure. You know, that, that's that's <laughs> that that pretty much sums it up like perfectly. Mm You know what I'm saying? And uh, I think with Caroline being, um, so like a neighbor to spicy, you know, we not, we not too far from you. So, I mean, a lot of the issues that you all, um, deal with, I I haven't been, I'll be honest with you. I haven't, I haven't really got too active with spicy, um, until I start, until I start, uh, you know, learning a lot from you, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. um, so I, I've been trying to, you know, learn more, get involved, like see who these people are, and I just, you know, represent our community because a lot of times we do have people that don't know anything about their community, you know, but they they're sitting in the seat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and when it comes to people that don't know or have no knowledge of what's going on in their community or who's in their community, then that's when we run into the issues that we are facing right now with <laughs> the board of supervisor making the comments that he made, you know?
0: Absolutely.
1: And so I, I definitely agree with you wholeheartedly about the, the infrastructure. Too. So
0: Right. Uh, All right. Absolutely.
1: And uh, let me let me ask you this: Do you feel like I know you asked me like if I felt his 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 apology was was uh, sincere? What what do you feel like? I and I know we spoke about this, but I want people to hear exactly your thoughts on on his uh, apology.
0: I mean, I just think the apology was saving face. You know, it's no no you had to you had to apologize or you was gonna get probably you was gonna get some more backlash you know but it was a saving face and i think um again no action to it so at least from from what i've seen and what i've heard you you know you put it out you, you made a statement through facebook through the comment section um in the in the in the group that you made the statement in you made a statement on another um reporter's uh page when he brought it up and then you went through the Freelance Star. Freelance Star did something very dry, very, you know, kind of just, uh, you know, mundane or whatever. And, and then ABC said something as well. And then and then things keep moving. And it's like, no. <laughs> All right. Why did you say what you said? You know what I'm saying? Go back and find the other comments that you double down on it. Because that's not floating out there no more. You know what I'm saying? Let's look at that and how you responded as well. You did more than just made a statement. You feel what I'm saying? You doubled down on it. You meant that. Why do you think this? And and then why 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 do you feel that way and, and, and fill up to the point of you can say that and still serve this county in a in a in the best manner possible. That's my thing about it. Yeah So and, and but Do I feel like This was going to happen Yeah I felt I, I mean I, I figured this was going to happen The way it happened it, it, and, and that's sad to say Because so many people are tired I think So many people are very tired And then and, and Just tired of even trying to fight You know Because It's been happening like this all along All along Right So I don't I don't I mean it's about as sincere as you're gonna get from this guy, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's about as sincere as you're gonna get from him. You know, so Yeah,
1: man. Yeah.
0: We'll see what happens with yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, I agree with I agree with you, bro. I just had to you know, I already know we, we had the the conversation off you know, off the podcast, but I just wanted people to actually hear you know not
0: just my side but you know your thoughts on on that too right absolutely yeah man but um we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up i know you got big plans for the day and get situated bro um appreciate you as always um definitely phone let me talking to you through phone and just discussing this topic like we always do anyway but it's putting on wax for everybody to hear and so uh, i appreciate it